I'm Suzanne Nance, and this is The State of the Arts, an all-classical Portland series committed to giving our arts leaders and performers a platform to chronicle the times. On today's program, we feature the Brit Music and Arts Festival. We'll talk to President and CEO Donna Briggs and the music director and conductor of the Brit Festival Orchestra, Teddy Abrams. Welcome to both of you. It's so great to have you on the State of the Arts. And we have so much to talk about because every single year, Brit Music and Arts Festival presents such variety for its audiences. Brit is a, a unique organization in that the orchestra is a piece of what we do. We have a very comprehensive year-round education program. And of course, we have our popular music series that goes from mid-June through mid-September. And that popular series is made up of, you know, rock and roll, country, jazz, whatever the genre might be. And the, the money that is generated from our popular series actually helps augment our three weeks of, you know, the Brit Festival Orchestra. So what did you do when COVID-19 hit? What did we do? Well, the... BFO Orchestra decision came sooner than the popular series. Our musicians all come from all over the world and they are housed in private homes. We couldn't reach out to these individual host families and ask them to bring people from all over the country into their homes. The risk was just too high. I think Teddy can speak more to the artistic decision as to why we decided to postpone uh, the BFO. Yeah, well, I think Brit is so tied with the location and the setting that the idea of trying to, to do something that's a major adaptation from what we normally do wasn't really on the table in the way that it might be with some of the, the regular full-time orchestras. Like the kind of work that I'm doing in Louisville is really about completely reimagining what the season is like. You know, that experience is so important to both the audience and the musicians that it would seem to be doing a lot of, of work for potentially incredibly low reward to try and, you know, rethink everything and not even have the, the, the physical place available to us. Let's talk about the financial and artistic impact of the global health crisis on Brit Music and Arts Festival this year. We are better positioned than many organizations. Um, luckily, we do have reserves, although those reserves were really set aside for capital projects. We're still looking at significant losses. Originally, when all of this came down on March 13th, Friday the 13th, we started looking at worst case scenario forecast for the whole organization. At that point in time, we were looking at about a $700,000 loss for the organization. Luckily, over the course of the last three months, we have been very successful in retaining business support where it's a transactional program where, where businesses sponsor concerts and they get something in return. Uh, and of course, this year there are no concerts to sponsor. So we came up with this idea of a retention program. And we went out and we talked with the CEOs in our community and the owners of the different businesses and asked them if they would just hang in there with us and leave their money with us during this very, very critical period. We budgeted 20% retention 
and we are currently at over 55%. The money's great, but the real reward for me as a CEO and, and somebody that you know is so committed to our mission is the fact that we have this broad-based community support. So currently we're looking at probably between a three to $400,000 loss, which is horrific. It's horrific, but it could be much worse. And Teddy Abrams, as the music director and conductor of Brit Festival Orchestra, you've become known nationally for your passion for music and for bringing these performances to life. What has this been like for you as an artist and an arts leader? I've never felt so unbelievably torn about what my role is supposed to be because of course everything is screaming at me go out share music get use use the music to, to help the community go and and uh, inspire everybody that's what this is these are the times when you're supposed to step up and on the other hand I'm saying well uh, if we do that and something goes wrong and people get sick then you you'll have contributed to a problem that you, you could have uh, just sat out for a little while and it's it's just I can't tell you that the range of emotions every single day um, is pretty extreme and uh, it's hard to stay completely positive but what I'm, I'm very much in the camp that, that a situation like this gives us all a huge opportunity that we never would have had to pause and rethink our models and rethink our delivery systems and rethink our, our uh, willingness to try new things. I think Brit is a really good example of wh where things were working in, in, in so many different ways, but most artistic institutions have ranged from uh, barely surviving to moderately unhealthy. And, and it's honestly, even moderately unhealthy wasn't very fun. The yearly grind of raising money and feeling like this might be the last year that so-and-so is willing to give and this might be the last year we can do that project has, has not been sustainable and, and it's, it's not enjoyable. And I think this actually lets us say, wait a minute, how can we finally fix some of those uh, systemic issues? I, so that's the part that keeps me going. But I will say that in any average day, you can go from the, like a big high and an exciting idea to this just happened now and oh, what? What? So it's, it's an interesting uh, emotional ride right now. How are you staying connected to your audiences? We have a series called Kids Concerts. That's a series that we did, you know, at our venue. And we've taken that um, live and social media and so that's exciting. We're still doing that concert series. Every Tuesday and every Thursday, we have an engagement activity online that involves regional artists. We have contests going on now, photography contests. Go out to the hill and take pictures and there's themes and folks will win prizes and free tickets next year. We, you know, we are literally seven days a week. And then we have our weekend playlist that we post on Friday evening. Every day of the week, there's something to do. And of course, Teddy, you might want to talk a little bit about what you and Mark are working on for the summer series. Yeah, we came up with a, a couple of different ideas to sustain the audience connection in some form and also keep our musicians engaged, even if it's in a obviously completely different way. For the orchestra itself, what we are doing is taking a series of 
our recordings from the last six years that they haven't really seen the light of day. And then getting a group together of people involved in those, whether they were the soloists or the composers or uh, individual members of the orchestra on each one, we, we do an hour-long discussion, basically edit that down to preface each of those recordings, and then we'll put those out on our, our social media. What's giving you hope right now? I know so much of this year's season has shifted to 2021, including Caroline Shaw's Woodland Trails, that I know you are so excited about, Teddy. But what's giving you both hope right now? I'll tell you what's giving me hope. The team, and we call it the Brit family, the, the, the support from my staff members, the kindness, the empathy, the courage, the determination, the vision, the commitment to our mission, all of that gives me hope. And I know that when we come back, it is going to be a celebration like we've never experienced in our lifetime. There is an innate American sense of growing and adapting that creativity and will and you know the strength of belief and character can always find a way around any obstacle. I think that that we haven't yet lost that as a country, as, as divided as we are and as many challenges as we might face. I think we do see examples of that from our artists, understanding that this is a time to use their voice, even if it's in a very different way than they expected, that they can have a seat at this table, thinking like leaders instead of thinking like people that, that are left out. And uh, I've, I've been hoping for that for years, but maybe it wouldn't have not happened without something like this to catalyze it. Teddy Abrams and Donna Briggs, thank you so much for speaking with me today on The State of the Arts. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you. Thanks for having us. That's Teddy Abrams, the music director of the Brit Festival Orchestra, and Donna Briggs, the president and CEO of Brit Music and Arts Festival. To learn more, visit BritFest.org. This has been the State of the Arts, an all-classical Portland series designed to share the microphone with arts leaders and performers in order to chronicle the times. To find out more, read, or listen to archived interviews, visit allclassical.org. Special thanks to producers Andrea Murray and Christina Becker. For All Classical Portland, I'm Suzanne Nance. Thanks so much for listening.